0: you're listening to real presence live on the real presence radio network join the conversation on our facebook page or on twitter and be sure to like and follow us for more great catholic content now back to the show
1: welcome back i am heather carroll i am your host this morning for real presence live thank you for joining me this beautiful morning we're in the 30s here in Sioux Falls, and I couldn't be happier about it. (laughs) Uh, We are having a beautiful show this morning. Got to know Hector Batista a little bit, uh, the first segment, and now we're going to move on to Katie from Rochester. Good morning, Katie.
2: Good morning, Heather.
1: So tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, Katie.
2: My name is Katie Netzel. I'm a Catholic wife, mother, homeschooler, and freelance writer living in southern Minnesota. I love reading, travel, both in person and through great literature when that's not possible, and I consider myself a lifelong learner. Wow. So
1: many things I could ask you questions on in just that introduction. (laughs) (laughs) So tell, I I first have to know, what kind of writing do you do?
2: I primarily do fiction writing, although i have more recently
1: tapped a little bit into creative nonfiction. Fun. Interesting. Okay. So how long have you been in the area?
2: I've been in Rochester for about 17 years. Before that, I grew up in northern Minnesota in the Duluth area. So, life on Oh, Minnesota.
1: yes. We also make it up to the Duluth area. So if any listeners know Katie up there, they'll they'll recognize you. <laughs> yeah. So, how is your bishop doing? We're all very jealous that you guys got Bishop Barron out there. How's, how are things going with that? You know,
2: we were really excited about that assignment <laughs> yeah. as well, and I feel like he's going to be a great fit for our area. He just brings such a, a different type of of presence, you know, with, yeah. with the online outreach and the media presence that I think is really relevant to, yeah. especially young people in our diocese. I have a son who's in his confirmation year, and it's it's really empowering to have a bishop who's so active in the forms of social media that have a really large impact on young people's lives today.
1: It does. Absolutely. That's exciting. Well, we have you on to talk about something um, called Endow. What is Endow?
2: Yeah, Endow stands for Educating on the Nature and Dignity of Women. We are small group communities that study the intellectual tradition of the Catholic Church. We follow along together through study guides that are published by Endow. And endow is for women who are seeking to be formed by the teaching of the Church, to develop friendships, and who are open to learning. Hmm.
1: So how did this all begin? Um, It's a national group, isn't it?
2: It is a national group, yeah. It began in Denver, Colorado in 2003 when three women encountered the writings of Pope St. John Paul II on Mm -hmm. the New Feminism. Mm -hmm. And they realized the impact that these truths could have in people's life and wanted all women to be able to have access to them. And from that, it's actually grown into an international apostolate that's in more than 130 dioceses and reaches more than 40,000 women all over the world.
1: Wow. And what an apostolate to have this day and age, and how important it is to really... Uh, celebrate the woman and what is that woman, you know, and it sounds like this group kind of touches into that, of the beauty of being a woman.
2: Not only the beauty of being a woman, but the importance of community Mm. in womanhood and, and for women to be there, supporting one another, studying together, learning together. It is, it's really one of the more beautiful outreaches I've ever been involved with. How did you first get involved I got involved in Endow at the beginning of the pandemic. It was during Lent of 2020, and I saw a pop-up ad on social media that they were hosting an online national Endow group. It was facilitated directly through Endow. And then from that experience, I facilitated another study with some of the women I met in that larger national group study, and then we branched out, and I have since facilitated local online groups national online groups, and now we're hosting in-person Endow groups in Rochester. So at a time when life really felt kind of isolated, I craved mm-hmm. that community, and endowed felt like a natural fit, both socially and intellectually.
1: Yeah. So what kind of things do, do you guys cover in these study groups?
2: So Endow study groups cover a whole bunch of different topics, Um focusing on the teachings of the Church. So there are groups on St. John Paul II's Letter to Women, on the Dignity and Vocation of Women. There's one on Pope Paul VI on human life teachings. The very first study I did was on the Christian meaning of suffering, which was just a really Mm -hmm. beautiful and relevant study at that time in my life. But they, they have a whole bunch of studies, but what makes it unique is that they are geared toward... The feminine experience and mm. that perspective and the unique the unique perspective that women bring to those teachings and how it is very relevant to our lives specifically so
1: how hard is it to like lead one of these groups um, you've been through it, it sounds like several times and now you're kind of leading a group how difficult is that to if someone's out there listening and they're like "Oh, this sounds really interesting to get it started in their own area
2: It is the endow makes it very easy to lead a group. I really think of myself not as teaching the endow study, but facilitating the discussion. The study guides that they provide are meant to be read and studied together. So there's no homework, there's no pre-reading. Everyone has the same text in front of them. When I facilitate a group, we will read through the sections aloud, pause to discuss and reflect on the questions at the end of each section and then continue on. Each chapter tends to be divided into three sections. And, and Dow's recommendation is that groups meet for about two hours to get through each chapter. Our group, we only meet for an hour and 15 minutes because that's what we have time for in our yeah. lives. But it's very open and go. If someone is considering facilitating a group, I would absolutely encourage them to contact and Dow to learn more about those study guides. And they even provide some additional leader resource information. So anyone can be very comfortable facilitating a study. You don't have to have any experience.
1: Well, and I love the no homework. <laughs> yeah, that, as a busy lady, that's always like the clencher is like, oh, I didn't do my homework, you know, <laughs> when you're uh, joining some of these. So that's, they really understand the woman. <laughs> so Definitely. When you're thinking back to all that you've been through with indow, is there a teaching or a lesson that kind of uh, changed your perspective, gave you a paradigm shift? Is there something that has really changed uh, you by being in these groups?
2: I think you know, there's a, there wasn't any one moment so much as the overall importance of being well-informed when it comes to Catholic teaching. Mm. I feel that, you know, as members of the Church, it is our responsibility to be the hands and feet of Christ in our communities. We're called to love and serve others, but how can we effectively represent what we don't understand? Mm. So Mm -hmm. by studying and understanding Catholic teaching, it allows us to respond more compassionately and lovingly in our communities at a time when politics and societal expectations can be very divisive, frankly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you can be confronted with questions and uh, thoughts on a different way of living, and you're like, well, I don't have the answer to that. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I just follow because that's what I'm told to do, and that doesn't work. <laughs> that explanation
2: doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, maybe that explanation is a starting point for a larger conversation. When yeah. you say, I'm not sure...
1: But I'm interested Mm. in finding out. Yeah. yeah. So if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Katie. She's talking about Endow uh, Study Group, that they're starting a new group here in Rochester. It sounds like you guys have been through several um, studies so far, but you're starting a new one. Um, And for those that are interesting interested in finding out more about endow it's e-n-d-o-w and it's all capital letters e-n-d-o-w just like it sounds endow Um, and you can check out the website it looks like endowgroups.org is the website if this sounds like something you'd be interested in in starting at your own parish um But, Katie, we have to take a break, and when we come back, I want to dive in a little bit more to the topics and then just about the community aspect of Endow and how that's helped you. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. More with Katie Netzel on the other side. We'll be right
0: back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, And live on The Real Presence Radio Network.
3: We have all lost someone to the reality of death, some more tragic than others. I'm Father Chris Alar. While grieving is a natural process, it helps if you know how to navigate your way through it. As my friend Sammy Wood says... You can never get over a tragic loss, but you can get through it. Come to know the stages of grief, which are acute, integrated, and complicated grief. Seek help whenever needed, either from a friend or especially from medical professionals. There is no shame in asking for help. Remember, Jesus accepted the help of his followers while bearing the weight of the cross on his way to Calvary. Don't go it alone. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining me, and welcome to the show. We are having a great discussion with Katie Netzel about Endow, which is a study group that they are doing in Rochester, and um, it's a national known group. And dowgroups.org is the website if you want to find out more information on how to start a study group in your area. Um during the break I should have not talked to Katie <laughs> because yeah. I kept asking you all these questions and then you I'm like, okay, just repeat all that when we get back on the air.
3: <laughs> because, I'll
1: work out that Heather. Yeah, you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I asked you uh, you know, um, If somebody were to start this, is there a study guide or a certain topic you would recommend they start with?
2: So most women, when they start an endow group, begin with the letter to women, so the pastoral letter written by Pope St. John Paul II. It was written on the occasion of the Fourth World Conference on Women in 1995, and This is the letter that presents his teaching on the dignity and nature of women, and on the importance of women, and the Church, and in society, and that little description actually took directly from the Endow study guide description. But what's really beautiful about Endow's approach is you don't have to be somebody who is a scholar or somebody who goes into these studies with a basic understanding, you can be completely new to the material and they will still make it accessible and relevant to your life.
1: Well, and I think that's exciting because I don't know how many ladies know that this letter from John Paul II exists. Um, can you talk a little bit about what that letter explains to women and, and how he's talking to women?
2: Yeah, so it's it's unique and that is it, it is addressed directly to women, and he starts out by addressing women in their different capacities, mm-hmm. um, you know, as as mothers and daughters and consecrated religious, and just really takes the time to acknowledge the different vocations of women and different stages of our lives, and then it goes on to highlight the beauty that is what has been coined the feminine genius, and that is mm-hmm. the unique perspective and compassion that women, by being women, bring into the world. And for anyone who has not read it, it is a beautifully uplifting and affirming letter that I would really encourage encourage you to pick up and read because it is it's it's just heartwarming. It's yeah. really beautiful to see women acknowledged and appreciated so eloquently. Yeah.
1: Talk about a little bit about the groups. Um, you talk a lot about how there's community within the group. Um, is it a diverse group? Is it usually a certain age group that joins? Or talk a little bit about the community itself.
2: Yeah, so endowed groups are designed to attract women of all ages, races, mm-hmm. nationalities, and vocations, and bring them together to read and study. So, our group in Rochester is open to anyone. We have this beautiful mix of ages, life experiences, and perspectives. And what that does is it allows us to have deep conversations that penetrate beyond those conventional pleasantries of what we might think of as polite conversation with others who share similar experiences to one another. was
1: like how, uh, is that, how has know, that community helped you as a woman?
2: I I think what's really beautiful about that for me is that as a facilitator, I try to keep everyone on topic, but I encourage group members to voice opinions and questions during our small group sessions, especially if the teaching is confusing, divisive, or particularly inspirational, and I know I learn best in a place where I don't feel judged or criticized for my opinions, and I think so do most people, and so I've really benefited from being a part of a group where if I'm not understanding something or if I read a teaching and go, well, hold on now. Why is it this way? I can have that open discussion. You know, it's not a debate club but Mm -hmm. it's also not an echo chamber. It's a place where we can have real honest conversations as we're seeking to learn and understand Catholic teaching.
1: Yeah, and I think that's really important to have that atmosphere because there are things that we don't understand and it's okay and it sounds like this is a safe place to just bring all of that forward
2: that's exactly what i'm trying to, to facilitate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so
1: you have a group that's getting started um for the rochester area tell us a little bit about what you're going to be studying when it's going to start and how people can join you
2: So we are doing the Endowed Catholic Social Teaching Group right now. So Mm -hmm. it's the Endowed Study that explores Catholic social teaching through the four permanent principles of Catholic social teaching. The dignity of the human person, the common good, subsidiarity, uh, that which can be done at a small level should be done first before moving Mm -hmm. things to a centralized authority is the idea behind that and then solidarity, the ability to see the other in our own self. So we explore those four permanent principles of Catholic social teaching through scripture, through encyclicals, lives of the saints, uh, references to literature, and even exploring the historical context for these different Catholic social teachings. Huh. So that is the the study that we're delving into at this time in person in Rochester.
1: Very exciting. And, and it's a cornerstone of who we are. So um, when does that start?
2: So we meet the second Friday of each month at St. James' Coffee House, which is in northwest Rochester. And we just, as I mentioned earlier, we meet for an hour 15 instead of the, the two-hour recommended time mm-hmm. slot. It <laughs> works, I think, for, for more people with busy schedules and so our next meeting will be on February 10th, but we're we're there the second Friday of each month at St. James at 10 a.m.
1: So if they have missed some of the groups, can they start whenever?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Okay. All of the chapters go together very nicely in building a complete picture or what seeks to be a more complete picture of Catholic social teaching, but each chapter has standalone values. So if you've missed ones in the past or you know you can't come to one come to one in the future, mm-hmm. don't let that prevent you from attending. Even if you attend one session and you don't have the study guide, we are going to be reading through things aloud. We're going to be discussing relevant questions. And I I can't promise but I can very strongly suspect that you will get something out of it. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so is this something that just It's like a six-week program, a 12-week program. How does that portion of it look like?
2: So, (coughs) in-down studies, these are designed to be covered over eight to 12 weeks. We designed our study to once a month uh, for for the eight chapters of the study. So, this one, we had a little snowstorm in December, so we're going to be going (laughs) nine months instead, but we just cover one chapter each month. So, we're we're going months out instead of weeks but that's just the way that we've chosen to structure our meetings Mm -hmm. most endowed studies could be covered in eight to 12 weeks okay all right But we've chosen eight sessions
1: yeah yeah i love it that you can do that that leaves you a little bit of that flexibility uh, to work with your group so if people wanted to learn more about the rochester events do you have somewhere they can go someone they can call
2: to the St. James Coffee House webpage, the Facebook page, has events listed on there, and okay. we are listed under the St. James events. Um, and my email contact is also on that webpage for people who may be interested but want a little more information before committing.
1: And for those that are listening and interested in maybe starting this group, is it a really expensive group to start um, in their area?
2: So it is not. Dow studies are typically priced around $35 for the study, and that includes all of the materials that really? one would need. Leaders, if they are registering their groups within Dow, receive a free copy of the study, and there are scholarships available through Endow, so that cost should never be the prohibiting factor for a woman who is interested in one of these studies. Wow. And... Yeah, all that information is out on the endowgroup.org website as well. So if someone wants to see which studies are available, pricing or even apply for a scholarship, they can do all of that directly through that endow website.
1: Beautiful. So any last thoughts? Um, If somebody's hearing this, very interested, going to head to that website, Um, what words of encouragement would you give them about the group?
2: I would let people know that endow is a very approachable way to learn about the intellectual teachings of the Church. I think sometimes it feels very daunting to sit Mm -hmm. and read an encyclical, or even to try to understand the common dialogue surrounding Catholic social teaching or other Catholic intellectual traditions, and Endow really breaks things down in a way that makes it approachable while building community. Mm. So if you're looking for a place where you can gain more understanding of Catholic intellectual tradition, in a setting that is very come as you are, very welcoming, and seeks to help people understand. Uh, try it. I would encourage you. And Dow offers the first chapter of their studies free online. You can mm. even take a look at a full chapter and see what it what it looks like. How how the approaches, and decide whether it's right for you. Beautiful, and.
1: One last thought um, from you, Katie. How has Endowed changed your
2: life? It has allowed me to enter into this dialogue of Catholic intellectual tradition that felt daunting, mm-hmm. that that felt prohibitive. Um, you know, there were times in my life when I felt maybe I wasn't Catholic enough for this discussion. Mm. Maybe I didn't have enough understanding to apply this to my life. And it it's really made that aspect of my faith feels so much more relevant and personal in my everyday life beautiful
1: well katie thank you so much for joining us and sharing in dow with the listeners it just sounds like an amazing program any last thoughts before we let you go
2: i would just say if anybody's out there thinking well i don't know maybe i should check it out maybe it's not right for me just try you really have nothing to lose (laughs) yeah. <laughs> just try it <laughs> you might find out that you really like it <laughs> yeah
1: god provides doesn't he <laughs> absolutely yeah. You're beautiful well katie thanks again and uh, the dates that you hold your meetings in rochester can you repeat that one more time
2: yes yeah, so we meet the second friday of each month at st james coffee house from 10 to 11 15 in the morning nice
1: perfect well katie thank you so much for joining us it's been a pleasure
2: Thank you, Heather. Have a beautiful day. All right, you too. Bye-bye.
1: All right, so that was Katie Netzel. She is with the Endow Study Group in Rochester, Minnesota. And uh, for those that are listening and interested, um, that sounds very interesting to me. uh, Go to Endow, E-N-D-O-W Groups. Dot org, and you can check out some of the study groups that they have, and maybe one might pique your interest, uh, and you could get one started in your local area, always with the approval of your local priest. Uh, that's always the disclaimer we have to, to say. Uh, just be sure that it's all right with your priest that you start something at your parish. So we've had a great morning already so far. Uh, we started with getting to know Hector Batista a little bit. Uh, he is uh, starting his new role in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and then Katie Netzel, who uh, shared with us in Dow. If you've missed either of those interviews, we'll have them posted later today on our podcast. So you can go to Real Catholic, or com, or find it wherever you find any of your podcasts. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, more Real Presence Live, right after this.